This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast. If you're interested in what's happening with all the places where you consume sports, the Sports Media Podcast has you covered. Here's longtime NFL and NBA announcer Ian Eagle. Would I find this entertaining if I was sitting on the couch watching the game, or would this be a nuisance? Would this get in the way? Does it enhance the enjoyment for the viewer, or at some point are you becoming an annoyance? Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We got to talk to our man, Scott Gobranson. Downtown Scott. Silver and black today. Sabonis is fun to watch, man. Is he not? I mean, I heard you guys talking about him. And he's one of the guys like I've keyed it. Wimba Yama is awesome too. But keying in on him with my Kings background, clearly, man, he's fun to watch. Yeah, that's our guy right there, man. Yeah, that's he works. Guy. He works. I can't yeah. believe the remark Sarah Hodges yeah, was Sarah making Hodges. on this radio show yesterday about him being soft. The funny thing is, she's not alone, though. I, I, like, yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. I don't know what these people be talking about. I, 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 just, I just don't see it. Yeah. I just don't see it. And. He must have been listening yesterday because he was trying to quiet that noise down in the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was he was good. Scott, man, I, I, it's fun to talk about the Kings for sure, but really for the first time, a couple of weeks in a row, we can have fun talking about the Raiders. Mm. It wasn't that. pretty, and it doesn't have to be. Uh, it just needed to be a victory. Uh, uh, an ugly win is still a win, Scott. Absolutely. And listen, we went in, I predicted a 13 to 10 game. I did because I just knew with that defense, with the rookie quarterback on the Raiders side, and of course, Zach Wilson on the other side, it was their defense is legit guys. And so you knew the Raiders were going to have to come out and grind it out. It was going to be, it was going to be a street fight. Right. And, and that's how it ended up. And of course they get, they get the big touchdown by Michael Mayer at the end of the game there in the fourth quarter to really pull ahead there and get the only touchdown of the game. But man, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Amazing how you change who's in charge. You give a team a little bit of encouragement, have them be involved with the planning of the game and things just change. And it goes to show you, you can't overcome bad leadership. doesn't matter how much Mm -hmm. talent you got on the roster or if you're lacking talent too, it doesn't matter. You have to have somebody who gets you to believe that you can be your best, whatever that is. And clearly, Antonio Pierce has the Raiders in a position where they're playing the best that they can at this point in time. You know, the the thing that you talk about right there, um, getting them to believe. To me, it's no more evident. You can you can help me out here if I you know butcher the name or whatever, but it's no more evident than Antonio Pierce with the 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 linebacker who got the game-winning interception. Um, oh, yeah, Spillane. And, yeah, Spillane. And, they, and they talked yeah. about they talked about it on the broadcast, how Antonio Pearson went to him and said, I want you to be the leader of this defense. I believe in you. I believe in what you can bring to the table. And that's something where, you know, I, I wasn't familiar with this game. It's not like he's somebody that was super heralded coming out of college. But, number one, Antonio saw his game and saw something in him that said, you can be a leader, and I believe in you. And number two, actually put that into action 
and and put that belief into him. Um, and that 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 was the story of the game for me, hearing that and seeing in that situation for him to come up with that game-winning interception. That's something that a guy like Josh McDaniels, not to just kick him while he's down, but that's not what he's doing. He's not that type of coach. He's not that type of leader where he can uh, kind of get the best out of these players and see something in a guy that maybe he might not even see in himself. Yeah, I mean, look, when they signed Robert Spillane, I don't have any problem admitting to everybody listening there in Sacramento today. I was like, meh, big deal. Mm-hmm. Robert Spillane, he was with the Steelers. Okay, he was an improvement for the Raiders because they've had a black hole at linebacker for years, but not real fast. He's a physical guy, but wasn't really impressive. So he gets there, and clearly Antonio Pierce was his position coach before mm-hmm. he became interim head coach, so he knew this guy. And he, by going to him, as you said, and showing the trust in him and getting him to believe in himself, he's got three interceptions this year. He had one career interception coming into this year. So it shows you that, man, it's such, it's such a fine line between guys performing at their peak and doing the best they can versus not, depending on who you have there to encourage you, who you have there to lead and you saw that same thing with Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's allowing Josh Jacobs, he gives him a blank piece of paper every week and says, okay, script out some plays here that you want to run, and we're going to include that in the plan. I mean, that didn't happen before. So you're seeing a team that gets behind a good leader. He's also walked in their shoes, guys. I mean, this is a guy who's got a Super Bowl ring and was a dog of a linebacker. I mean, he was, he was a mean machine when he played linebacker. And so I think they relate to that. And it's this moment in time, particularly when you had somebody who was so aloof as Josh McDaniels. And I had people in the front office tell me that, right, that he was like that with everybody, not just the players. So to get that energy in the building, right, and to get somebody who says, no, forget about it. You can do this. Forget about what happened in the past. Move forward and play your game because it starts now. And certainly, yes, it's helped that they've played the two teams they played. But, again, beating the Jets' defense – was no fluke. It's a good defense. Now, of course, they got to go play Miami, who's got an offense and a defense. So we'll see how it ends up. But it, it's a great story. That's why the national media has been talking about the Raiders this week, because it is a story of overcoming. It is a story of guys who were just individuals who were brought together by a leader and a coach in Antonio Pierce, who, who does believe in them and know, knows they can do more. Well, let's talk about it. This is a very different game coming up this weekend against the Miami Dolphins. This is one of the upper echelon teams in the AFC. They, the, the, the Raiders did a, a great job, and you don't have to apologize for getting on track against the bad New York Giants team. You don't have to get apologize for getting on track against the bad New York Jets offense. Now it's a little bit different. Uh, it, 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 now, it, and I don't know if it's the Raiders have to go out there and beat the Miami Dolphins, but if this Antonio Pierce thing is going to be taken seriously if the Raiders really true truly have a chance this season Scott they're probably going to have to if nothing else put up a fight against the Miami Dolphins absolutely and I mean a lot of a lot of Raider Nation loves Antonio Pierce right because he grew up a Raider fan and he drives a 64 Impala I mean he lives it right he's from Compton like Mm -hmm. everybody relates to him and they love him and they love what he's done with the team so far but the reality of the NFL is you got to win okay and so we've said on our show that he's got to go kind of, he's kind of, kind of go six and three, I think, to make sure that if he wants a job permanently to like make no bones about it and say, he's got it, he's got to do something special, right? It's not just enough to get the team in a better place. If he wants to keep the job, I think he's got to do that. And it's going to start these two weeks because they had not only have Miami and all the things you mentioned, especially that offense is going to be tough to contain. 
but then they got Kansas City the following week. So the, the this two week period, I think, is pivotal. It's it, and and people get mad at me for saying it's make or break, but if they have any desire to maybe even still be in the playoff hunt down the line, especially in the AFC, which is a bloodbath, they're going to have to win one of these two games. Mm. And so we know their record against Kansas City is awful. It's in the division, the whole deal. So if they can go down to Miami, I'm not saying they're going to win. It's going to be really tough for them to win down there. But I think you're right. I think you'll get more people to believe that maybe, just maybe, they're actually turning things around if they can stay in that game and make it close, make it respectable, and even be in a position to be like, hey, in the fourth quarter, we're in the game somehow. Uh, but it's going to be tough because not only is that offense great, guys, but Miami's defense continues to get better as well. So it's going to be tough for the rookie quarterback to go on the road, on the East Coast, in Miami, and try to put points up when, when they've had trouble putting points up all season. This holiday season, give the gift of glow with Osea's limited edition Super Glow Body Set. This three-piece kit has everything they need to exfoliate, hydrate, and glow all over. For a gift that will impress, give Osea's Super Glow Body Set. Right now, you can get the Super Glow Body Set valued at $126 for only $79 when you use code GIFT at OseaMalibu.com. That's code GIFT at OseaMalibu.com. Hey, Scott, you know, I'm not just going to say anything because you're here. You know, you're my boy. We speak candidly here. I don't give the Raiders a snowball chance in hell on Sunday. I think they have no shot to win against Miami. Now, because of what they did on Sunday, that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. If they would have lost on Sunday, you could be looking at your season with this Miami game. That's not the case because they went out, they got a tough win, they got a win that they needed against the Jets. And nobody's expecting Antonio Pierce and his team to go undefeated. So there's going to be games like Miami. I would even, I, I like mm-hmm. what you're saying where they got to win one of the two of Kansas City and Miami. If they lost both of them, they'd have to go on a crazy run. But yeah. I think all this was set up by what they did on Sunday. And like I said, nobody wants to lose or anything else like that. But that's how important that game was on Sunday, where it gives you a little bit of a buffer, where if you go against a team like Miami, who I think is just right now at a different point in building their franchise than you are, it's okay if you don't come out of that with a W. Yeah, and I think it's more—it's all about, and this is what I say to people who listen to our show, is it's all about are you seeing progress, right? So, so you've seen progress the last two weeks, progress you weren't seeing under the other guy. And so that's a good step. And I think, I think the fan base feels good about where they're at, not because they think they're going to go undefeated the rest of the season, but because they see things improving. They see Bo Hardegree, the new interim offensive coordinator, actually being inventive with play calls, doing things different, getting Josh Jacobs into open space where he's his best and giving them just an opportunity to do, and again, I say it over and over again, to do the best that they can right now. They're not a team that's going to be in contention for the AFC championship, right? We know that. But can they show progress? Can they improve in key areas? And so if they go down to Miami and they don't win, as, as you said, I, that's fine. But does Aiden O'Connell make progress? Does he do well against another second straight good defense? Does Josh Jacobs continue his momentum? Does the defense continue the momentum it's had uh, and contain them as much as they can? Then you got to look at that and say, okay, yeah, it's never fun to lose. But if he's progressing and these players are all developing, that's a good sign for the future. And I picked them to win seven games, guys. Mm-hmm. And so they're at five right now. So, hey, who knows? But but I don't think anybody's expecting the Raiders to make true noise in the playoff race, even though they're technically in it right now with five wins. I'll tell both of you guys right there, I got a better feeling about them against the Chiefs than See, I do I was, Miami. I, was, I think they could 
I think they might have something for Kansas I, I City. I was thinking the same thing because I thought your snowball and hell thing was a little harsh. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a lot. I get it. I get it because yeah. that, that offense is bananas. But I like what we're seeing with the Raiders, and they mm-hmm. they. Mm-hmm. I like the victory cigar. I do Shoot, too. if we can light the beam, yeah. they can light a cigar. Absolutely, I'm with it. I'm with it. I yeah. love the story behind them. Hey, can you go get us a whole bunch of cigars? And the equipment managers got to run out and get a bunch of. I, I love that. Like seventy cigars. And, and, yeah. And you know what? You got you got to celebrate small victories in That's life. It. I mean, mm-hmm. even like today, I was telling somebody. I said, "Who would have thought on your NFL bingo card for 2023?" Who would have thought that the Raiders at this point and the Bills would have the same record? Mm. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's how that's how the AFC has just turned into this crazy race. Yeah. Uh, and AFC North has three teams right now that would be in the playoffs. So it, it's a crazy – anything can happen, right? That's why they call it any given Sunday. But uh, it's just good to see some positive momentum for that franchise, for the players on there because they're the ones putting in the work. And here come the Broncos. I was just about to say, yes. we won't go into the offseason, but who after week three thought the Broncos would Not be me. where they're at right Not now? Not me. Man. No, sir. No, sir. Scott, always great to catch up with you, my man. I'm I'm, I'm excited we get to talk about, you know, a, 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 an exciting moment for this football team. And, you know, win or lose, I, 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 think, the, I think the Raiders are going to have a showing this weekend against Miami. It should be fun. Always great to be with you guys, man. Have a great weekend.